0: Gone! A grand ball is high. It is far. It is gone. To win
1: the game. The Mets are on their way back. World champions for the 27th time. Home plate for all things Major League Baseball. This is the Nosebleeds podcast on WFUV Sports.
0: Baseball rolls on here in October, and you know what that means. It's another episode of the Nosebleeds podcast. Michael Calamari, it's been, you know, I think my first Nosebleeds in quite a while. I haven't, Same here. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> been on an episode in a really long time, so I'm really excited to do this episode with you, Andrew, but it couldn't, you know, you could see it both ways. It comes at a great time with the Yankees being in the playoffs, but It couldn't come as the worst time during the week. You know, earlier in the week, obviously, the Yankees moving on to the ALCS – you know, the vibes were great, the energy was great, but now they look at an 0 2 hole against the Astros in the American League Championship Series. So I want to get right into it, right to the talk of the ALCS. The Yankees lose two tough ones, the bats haven't been there, some questionable decisions on the managerial side by Aaron Boone. Ton to talk about, but I guess I'll just toss to you first impressions of the series uh, between the Yankees and the Astros.
1: I just think the Astros right now are a class above the Yankees, and I think you've seen that in 2017. I think you saw it in 2019, and now you see it again in 2022. I would say 2017, I think everyone would agree that that was the closest the Yankees got to really beating the Astros. I think this may be the farthest, the way the Yankees have played.
0: It it, it definitely feels that way, and this is a, a Yankees team that, you know, has had a lot of success during the year, but you look at this team right now, I mean, after the five spot in the order, you it's can a black really hole. say four, it's a black hole. And you think about it, how did he, they even get this far? I, I'm shocked. And you look at this bullpen, a bullpen that was so great in the first half of the year. They have the injuries to Michael King. Clay Holmes kind of loses it. Uh, you know, Wani Peralta has still been able to pitch well. Jonathan Luiz has gotten better as the year gone on. But it's not deep enough to be able to get outs in the back half. The starting pitching's really been great. But, you know, the bullpen and then the lineup after the first four, it's, it's – it pales in comparison to what the Astros have. And it's showing. It's showing.
1: And I think after even the starting pitching, I think starting pitching the Yankees obviously has been fine. But after Cole and then Nestor, you find yourselves with guys going five innings and shorter outings. And when you don't have a bullpen because of the injuries and you could kind of bring all that stuff up, that's kind of when you see... The Yankees really start to falter, and then you got to put it on the bats, and this lineup just hasn't been there after, really, Stanton. I mean, maybe Rizzo, the way the lineup has kind of been constructed over the last few days, but for the most part, you see Donaldson in there, you see, you could just kind of go down the list, and you're like, okay, the Astros have basically six outs, and then you kind of have to turn the order, and that puts a lot of pressure on the guys like Judge, Stanton, because basically they're home run reliant right now, because You're not getting four or five hits together if after lineup spot number five you can't get a hit.
0: Yeah, there's so many ways to get into this lineup, which I think has really been the storyline. 30 strikeouts through the first two games of the series. You know, they haven't really been able to be that competitive at the plate. Um judge with the line drive to right field with a chance to take the lead. Um caught at the track. Uh Alex Bregman gets the homer. That's eventually what was able to put the Astros over the top. But the lineup not being able to get job done. Matt Carpenter has had seven at bats this postseason. All seven of them have been strikeouts. Josh Donaldson, he really seems to have, you know, gotten worse this playoffs <laughs> if that was possible. A 220 hitter uh during the year. He's hitting 167 so far this. Uh, ALC has five strikeouts and just six at-bats, so he's really, really struggled. He's only had that one hit and six at-bats, five strikeouts otherwise, so you have two of those hitters that have really not been able to figure it out. Harrison Bader looks like the MVP of this team right now, but outside of him at the bottom of the lineup, you have, don't really have a catcher you can rely on at the plate, as Waldo Cabrera has been a great glove for you this series uh, with some questionable play in the left field, but his bat really isn't there. This is a team that is searching for anyone to be able to give them life, and it shows when you're starting as Wald Peraza at shortstop in the American League Championship Series after he's not been your shortstop all year year, uh, long, that's a desperation move for this team. IKF has been their shortstop. He hasn't even cracked the starting lineup in Game 2. So that's all you need to know with this Yankee team. They're looking for any way possible to try to add some life to this lineup and it's just coming at the wrong time, you're two games left before your season's over, you need to start to figure something out. I, I The lineup, in my opinion, is less on Boone and more on the players. The, the bullpen is when I, I start to get into Aaron Boone's decision-making. But this lineup, it's just not going to be able to you know go back to bat with the Astros, and it's very clear.
1: I think that, I mean, I, I understand you know like what you say about Boone in the lineup. I want to hear your take on this. Do you like moving Bader up to the one? Because I think that's the thing. I, I kind
0: of like his success at seven. Yeah, that's seven what I or would eight, say. And seven. it's like, I understand you want him to get more at-bats because he's been so hot. But what you when you put someone at leadoff, it comes with the leadoff territory yep. of your pitch differently than a 7-8 hitter. Um, and I kind of like, you know, look at the Mets. They put McNeil yep. at six all year long. And, you know, you could say maybe it didn't work, but he had some huge at-bats with runners on yep. in that middle of the order. So I, I kind of liked where Bader was. Then again, you're going to make, like, that's a drastic change, in my opinion, to make it at, like, the second game of the ALCS. Same thing with putting Peraza at shortstop. I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, I think Donaldson needs to get out of the lineup. That's my one. He has looked so bad this series where he's taking pitches right down the middle, searching for walks. He's your five six hitter. I mean, this is not the guy that was an MVP before. It was, you know, dynamite, you know, with Oakland, with uh, Atlanta for that time, with Toronto. This is a different player right now. In my opinion, I, I'll roll with Peraz at shortstop just because he looked really good with Torres in the middle infield. I think he gives you a pretty good at-bat. I would like IKF as third, but... Like, just the fact those are the names I'm floating around, (laughs) like, Bader leadoff is just another one of those desperation moves where they're trying to find anything that's going to make this lineup click, and I don't know, you look at this Astros lineup, like, oh my God, it's just, uh, Altuve is searching for his first day of the postseason. And
1: it hasn't mattered. And it
0: has not mattered. Imagine if that was Judge, it's a complete,
1: the the world doesn't (laughs) exist, it does not exist. I mean, this lineup right now for the Astros, I mean, Chaz McCormick, a guy that, you he's know, like he's come out of nowhere, yeah, and he's the eighth hitter, or seventh hitter, or whatever, wherever they kind of place him in the I lineup. Mean, Martín Maldonado, Maldonado, Maldonado somehow we good. can't get at, we
0: can't get Maldonado out. <laughs> like that's my biggest another thing is that you know we're not like he, we're hitting Maldonado or walking him. Like we got to go right at the nine hitter because it just gets so so much worse when you roll it back over to the top for the Astros. They're so deep that like that eight nine you have to be able to get those guys out. There, it, this Astros team is leaps and bounds better than the Yankees, and it's in every single way. I think starting pitching is the only way we kind of compete with them, but they've been a top five pitching, starting and, pitching team.
1: You know, you could talk about maybe the Yankees coming into games three and four, they're going to have Cole and Nestor on the mound, and you're thinking, oh, you may have an edge. I mean, it's not like the Astros. They're three and four starters. They're going to be some combination of Christian Javier and then Lance McCullers, which isn't a huge drop-off. No, it's really not. It's really
0: not. I mean, obviously Valdez, you know, he looked great last night. Yeah. You know, um, I think he pitched seven innings, seven innings for this team. What it. really helped him is that he had, was able to go through the top of the lineup in the sixth inning, so it's easy for him to pitch the seventh because it was just the bottom, and that's what really helped him in this one. And then Justin Verlander pitch count ran a little high in game one, but the veteran able to push through and you know give them somewhat length in that give game. Them six and, you, and you turn it over to the bullpen, like this starting pitching does just enough to keep them in the game and the hitting takes care of it and the bullpen's great too. And that's <clears>
1: something <throat> I think they do really well. I mean you look at guys like even like Rafael Montero coming out of the pen. He was so bad with the Mets like three, four years ago, they just were able to just turn those turn I mean, those guys out.
0: Like where does Franco Valdez like day, like guys like this who like are yeah. no names that somehow can pitch great for this team and i mean there's something going really well with this Astros pitching we've seen that time and time again McCullough's another guy that they you know have really formed to be a great pitcher for them and you know, this is a team that does everything right and their defense too i mean they you know correa left and they haven't lost <laughs> yeah. a beat with their shortstop play so they've done everything right this season and the yankees you know frankly if we you know if we're being blunt they'd be they'd be lucky to stretch this to six games really lucky to stretch yeah. it. they I, they I have to win that. what four to uh two out of three to get to six but what if they w- to
1: win the series do the math for me they need You'd four have to wins win four and five four and games. six yeah four no, and six no no yeah. four and five right yeah cuz you would have to win four games you only can lose one more Yes. If you're going to win the series. So
0: you're going to have to win 4-5 to five against a Houston Astros <laughs> team. Like, when you just put it that way, it's think like— Think about <laughs> it like that. Like, you needed one of these games in Houston. You needed one of these games in Houston, and you didn't get it. And what really angers me is I'm going to you know take it back to game one. You're tied 1-1, and you bring in Clark Schmidt as your next best reliever out of the bullpen. That's, That's when I get to Boone— What's that decision making? A guy who you sent back and forth between the minors all season long, a guy who was being stretched out in the minors to be a starting pitcher for you because you had just traded Montgomery and you were looking for a starting pitching. Now in the biggest game of the season up until that point, he's coming out of the bullpen in a one-one game. The same yeah. way you had him come Didn't out of that the bullpen in Cleveland too. Yeah, in yeah. Cleveland, he had came out of the bullpen and he ended up, you know having a two-strike count, getting to two outs after leaving Wandy, but he gives a go-ahead base hit and game-winning RBIs. Why is this guy suddenly being called upon to pitch the biggest outs out of the bullpen? This is the same thing we're saying with shortstop play, with Peraza coming in to try to be the savior at the very end. This hasn't been thought through all season. We haven't thought through who are our guys out of the bullpen. So now we're turning to Clark Schmidt with the season on the line. That that's where I really get my blood boiling on the decision-making. <laughs> Let's put it this way. Done. With
1: Clark Schmidt, number 86, you never want number 86 coming out of the bullpen in any, what, in any situation. What's the, what's the... Usually no-namers are number 86. Yeah, I mean, that's a, I mean that's a great way to do it. Unless I you're Ron
0: mean... Marinaccio, 97, and he's, I mean, obviously not on the ALCS roster, but he has been, you know,
1: I know, but usually eighty six with the season on the line. You don't want, you want number. Yeah, you, know, you want. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I mean, with I'm you. just saying, number in the thirties for pitchers. And like Lou
0: Trevino, he's not coming in in that situation, tied one one. Like that, it, there's just I don't understand the decision making that comes into. I think we punted game one. I really think the Yankees punted on this
1: game one, which you can against the Astros. And I mean, especially the way that the Yankees. I mean, let's face it, the Astros have owned the Yankees. I mean, you can yeah. you, you need to have a killer mentality if you want to switch that. You can't be Game 2 could be like being like I mean Sevy, we've seen him in the playoffs
0: get absolutely, you know, killed. He can get he can, you know, get his doors blown off. So we know that there was a possibility we go into game 2 and it's not even in a close final. Ends up being a close final, but you need to attack that game 1. That is, the, that is life or death, that game one, taking that first win.
1: Especially when you're in the game. You're tied. It was tied 1-1. <laughs> yeah.
0: And that just shows that he has no faith. He knows the Astros are better. So he says, I'm going to save my bullpen. they had just, We had just pitched practically the second-half bullpen game against Cleveland in the game five, which was a mistake because you wanted Cortez back on short rest so you pull him after 61 pitches and then you go to your bullpen Lewisgo for 2, Clay for 1 and Wandy for 1, but now you have to go on a flight to Houston and then you basically you know punt game 1 to rest them I I that, those are the moves that really bother me. But it really just shows you the Yankees know they're the worst team, and it's it's very clear for everyone else. No Yankee fan went into the series and really thought reasonably the Yankees would come out champions.
1: Are you sure you don't want you don't want Houston the chance outside of Yankee Stadium? What do we want the we want Houston after the after oh Game Five. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, I, how 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 are we feeling about that? Uh, a few days later.
0: Listen, I, I <laughs> never wanted Houston. I could tell you that much. Okay. I'm not, I, I don't speak for the other Yankee fans, but I never <laughs> wanted Houston. I mean, you. this is a team that's— I mean, give me the numbers on how often they've been to the World Series. 2017, they've been there.
1: 2017, 2018, the Red Sox Eight, 18, made it.
0: 18, Red 19, Sox. they made it, and 21.
1: I mean, like, there's something
0: going really right with this Houston they've Astros made, team. They
1: made the CS and every with year. With a team as Saturday. high as a payroll
0: as the Yankees, something's going really wrong. I mean that's just that's just a fact. Also,
1: after game two, the what Boone said and a few of the players, how it was just luck. I can't, I don't, really don't even. Hate that. They
0: brought out the the, the numbers on the Exevila. What Bregman's homer was ninety one miles per hour off the bat. Judges was one hundred six. Such a loser mentality. I don't care. I don't care if Judge hit his one hundred and fifty and he lined out, and Bregman hit a forty mile per hour home run. One went out. One didn't. Like, the, what are we—we're bringing up numbers. We're bringing up numbers. <laughs> they are better than you. this The Astros are better than you, plain and simple. I don't care what the exit velo is. Like, we have to adapt. you got to be able to bear down and win a game now. Enough I, exit velo talk, enough excuses. Is
1: Cole going to start Game 3, you think? Or is that No, I think it's going to be Nestor. Nestor Really? I've yes. I mean, I mean wow. let me check if the, the pitchers came out yet, yeah, the probables. I mean— you're you're in a situation where you obviously kind of have to win. You can't go down three. But the, the obviously. way the way
0: I see it is that the way I see it is that three and four both matter. It's not like four versus five. Let's say no. we're down three zero and it was like Cole's line of five. You push him to four in that instance.
1: Yeah, but even like I mean, if you're down three zero, you're screwed. I mean, you're how not much does one you? win move the needle? Like if you mo- if it it's two one the series, I think you're back kind of back in it. Because even if you, I mean, if you. Basically, I mean, I think as as a if you're the Yankees or you're a Yankee fan, if you just push the series back to Houston, I mean, I stand corrected. Cole
0: going game three, yeah,
1: that makes the most sense, I think, because you need to win game three. Because well, cool. if you game, if you lose Cortez game three, Cortez also
0: pitched more recently, so uh, yeah, yeah. That, that I wasn't thinking there, but Cole's game three and Cortez is game four. They, they have haven't to win they win haven't announced one. Astros pitchers.
1: You have to win at least one. You probably have to win both if you want to win the series. You definitely have to win both. To win, the series. I mean, I you need, you need all
0: three. I mean, you look at 2017. No team, uh, no team won on the road in that yeah. in that series. They won seven games. Yankees took all the ones in the Bronx. Yeah. Houston took all the ones at home at um, at Minute Maid. So,
1: I think these are two different teams, though.
0: Yes, I mean, I mean, who are the the Yankees that were still on the roster in 2017? Are Hicks, Judge, yeah. and Sevy. That's it. Those, Those are the three. I
1: wasn't on the team, yeah. No,
0: I mean, like the infield was like Greg Birch, Starlin Castro, um, Todd Frazier, Chase well, Headley. You said Stanton. He
1: was on that. He Stanton
0: marked. was not. No. No way. Stanton came in 2018 as the big acquisition off the back of that playoffs. Really. I mean, I, am real fat. We have the internet, and we're gonna look yeah. up. So.
1: <laughs> but that's crazy. I mean, I felt like that. That was probably. I mean, that was definitely the closest where they. Had the two outfield was like Guardy. I mean, that's yeah, I mean, just...
0: he, yeah. Stan hit 59 in 2017 with the, with the Marlins, the Marlins. Okay, and then went to right to sense. New York after. Um yeah. and okay. that was just when the Marlins signed him to that huge extension. So the Yankees traded
1: Castro. They traded yeah, starting right. the Castro. Right. True. Who yeah.
0: helped them during that run? Um,
1: I mean, that's just. But that just shows you that your team talent. I mean, you bring a Judge in. I mean, 2019. I think the Astros. I think were also much better than they were this year. But I think the Yankees probably were too. But I think this this Astros team. Is in a class above the Yankees, and honestly, you could talk about the Yankees kind of getting getting to this series. I mean, look, you you beat the Cleveland. That's great, obviously, but Cleveland is not a great team either. They have no bats. They're a team that was really bullpen pitching, and the Astros are on a different stratosphere than Cleveland, and they brought you to five games, which I think shows you. I think first of all, the depth no, of the it, AL is it, not it's, there. So
0: true, like we they the, backed their way into the we, the like, ALCS. We wish we needed to beat. Cleveland handily like we needed to close that out in three or four I mean, like, so you could set up your pitching set up our pitching one and establish that like we were a team that like meant business that we were going to yeah. carry that momentum we just took care of Cleveland now we're ready for Houston we barely squeaked by and Cleveland and that
1: probably buys Boone more time too. I mean another yes. year for sure.
0: I mean I, I I don't know what they're gonna do with Boone after this postseason. I don't think necessarily he's the problem. Look how this team's constructed. You trade um you trade Gary and Urshela, and you bring in IKF and Donaldson whose payrolls like $2 million away from Correa, and, like, yeah. look what it's done for you. I mean, you don't have a shortstop still. Donaldson has been a horrendous bat. Only 15 homers hitting two twenty. That was your big I know aquis- I know, acquisition. I, I know he's not nominated, <laughs> but he was a gold glove third baseman this year. Like, th- those are our big offseason acquisitions at the deadline. You go Frankie Montas. I mean.
1: <laughs> hey, I, you saw what he did in the seventh <laughs>
0: inning? That's what I'm saying. Like, he's coming into the game in a pivotal moment. Yeah. Like, he lets up the homer there. I I don't understand. I, I know he was great with Oakland, but you look at his splits outside the Coliseum, horrendous. Like, okay. it's, I don't know it, who's in that room who's not looking at those splits and saying, yeah, he'll be great in the Yankee Stadium. The reason he came is because he has great numbers against Houston. That was really kind of the reason I think they went after him. He has great numbers against Houston, but we haven't really been able to use him out, instead of outside of Penn. I, I, there's so many moves. Bayer was the one that everyone hated. That turns out to actually be a pretty good move. Yeah, you but know, you
1: bring in, Mo- I mean, would Montgomery open the series? I, I feel mean, probably like there, not more than Bader. There's not is. a vision with this team. You
0: know, every now and then they hear the noise, let's bring in a contact guy, let's get Ben Attendi. They hear the noise, we need a defensive, speedy outfielder, let's bring in Bader. You know, they they hear the noise, we need another star pitcher, let's get Frankie Montas. You know, and and they never seem like they have an actual vision of what they do, and I feel like Houston does have that vision.
1: Also, Houston's, I mean... They're a wagon. What they do at the lower levels and the farm system. I mean, you leave that. Correa, you, you 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 let Correa walk, and Pena comes in, and he's like, just as good. I it's mean, like, it's crazy. It's insane. <laughs> it's
0: literally insane. I think he might be better defensively, and that's yeah. absurd because I think they're both nominated for the gold glove right now. Yeah. like I think the Yankees really need to look in the mirror after this postseason, and we're talking like they're already out. I know it's down 0-2. But this is just—it's just the same old song. The Houston Astros. How the series three straight postseasons that we've gone to the CS. We've had to face this Houston team, and it looks like
1: it's going down the same path as as the two prior. And I mean, I I look as a Mets fan. I can't be more happy than that. That the Yankees, the New York Yankees, I can't stand. Finally, have a daddy. And, and that's I, the Houston
0: Astros. You listen, you want to talk about Mets? Let's talk about the Phillies. You want to transition into that's good, yeah. your well,
1: arch nemesis? Hey, they're not – hey, the Braves are out. I think they're this year our arch nemesis. The Phillies, look, I can deal with the I, – look, I think the Phillies, they've got hot at the right time. Obviously, I'm in this series, my rooting interest is going to go with the Padres, even though they have knocked – the Mets out, but I think this is going to be re- the better of the two series, to be honest. I mean, obviously, really? New York, you're biased. I don't know. Some- is something
0: about there. Yankees-Astros that's
1: like... Yes, but I think this, this I mean, series fan may fan. go seven. I think, are six. This oh, is, I think, the, two. Th- I, mainly... mean, that,
0: I mean, let's talk about that game two, which was probably one of the – I was watching that from work, actually. Yeah. And the back and forth. I thought – you know, the Phillies, I thought they had him on the ropes, you know. They had Nola going. They had a sizable lead. They have the fly ball to right field that Soto loses in the sun.
1: It's looking at all Phillies. It's, it's, it's looking like it's their year. It's
0: great. And then Brad Hand comes into the game, I believe. Nola gets hit around. Um, Soto has the huge – double down the line, Yep. and then Hand starts to lose it, and I think it goes to 6-4 San Diego at yeah. that point, and, and then, then they, the Padres blow it open. It open. Yeah. So the series is now tied 1-1 apiece. This looks like a very, very even matchup. It's crazy to think that these are the two teams in
1: the NLCS. Just I pick two the, teams out of that. I at.
0: thought the NL was so good. Which I think have,
1: it shows it is it's really good, because I think these two teams as your wildcard team like, were Where would they be legit. in the AL, you think? Top, like, they'd be... I think I, I look. I, I think the Astros Yankees are the be best. The what would the Yan- I think the Yankees are a first round exit in the NL. To be honest with you, whether they win their division and they're in the DS or whatever the situation is, I think I think out of the four teams left, I think what I've seen from watching these four teams, I think the Yankees are the worst,
0: without a doubt. And I, I it's coming from a Yankee fan that I'm saying that. I think. I mean, I
1: mean, who would have thought the Phillies? You have the Mets and Braves battling all year. You would think one of them would be basically a shoe in for the the CS, and it's the Phillies who have been trailing them all year by 13, 14 games. They're the team. I mean, that's just baseball for you. That happens and, and, a lot. And
0: you know what? I, I do want to bring this up. You know, while I'm, I'm going to check the time, because uh, I know we're still twenty we're 21 minutes through. You know, something that I thought about, the DS has to be seven games.
1: There's no, no. I like it five There's games.
0: no way an 110-plus win Dodger team can lose in five. I,
1: I, I think it's, it's good. I think it adds. And I think everyone that's, you know, upset with this format because the the – favorites lost, but you see the Astros won. They swept their series. They took care of their business. I mean, I think that this it's good to have variability. And I don't I think, know. Houston. And also, I like the playoffs being short. I think it's obviously too short right now just because the lockout and everything got pushed back. I think the day-offs in the future will be like more spaced out, and I think they should be, but I like how it's a month. I like how baseball is a month, not two months, three months like hockey and basketball no. are. I like how it's short, and anything can happen. So, I do I'm like gonna that. I'm going to
0: say something crazy, but like, I don't know. Like the number one seed, should they get a, a free ride to the CS? No, no. I you're gonna. I can't. The Dodgers won what 112 games this year.
1: Yeah, but then they should easily be able to beat their division rival in a five game series that they've handled all year. I mean, did the Padres? I think the Padres won four games against the Dodgers in 19 tries, and they won three and. I I don't <laughs> I
0: I under, I understand what you're saying, but the Do- Dodgers playing a a division with the Padres, the Giants, like.
1: Hey, yeah, it definitely puts less,
0: like... Like, they had to, they won 112 games in a very, very hard division.
1: But you only have to... Y- true, but they also... You have to realize that they have to win, so you have to win three in the DS, four in the CS to get to the World Series. You only got to win seven So, games. like,
0: the only way this makes you feel better is you are a Mets fan. You watch your team win
1: 101 games and get knocked down in the first round. Yeah, but look, it's... For the Mets, I mean, that's just... That's baseball. Like, that happens where your team... And, like, I think in that three-game series, the Mets weren't beating the Marlins. Like and and you put it you know kind of how the playoffs are like it's just getting hot at the right time it's and and you can look play the look how bad they
0: were after the deadline they made all those moves and they stunk
1: and then it they got, got they
0: got it clicked at the right time for them Trent
1: Grisham becomes you know a 300 hitter I mean, yeah, after I mean, he, he hit 180 goes <laughs> Willie Mays, like
0: it's like it's insane and, you know un, these heroes that be like that just step up their game in the playoffs it's always fun to watch look at what Harper's done I mean he really struggled yeah. coming back from that injury. And, and you have to look at what he did with the Nationals. Now.
1: You know, in years past. He was known as the choker. The Nationals yep. were the choker. The year after he leaves, they win the World Series. It's all Harper's fault. And then he comes here and he kinda That's
0: so that's like kinda where that's kind of where I'm inclined to root for the Phillies. I want to see Harper get one. He's I mean, kind of redeemed himself as a, a player a lot. He was always
1: the you know, the prima donna, the, you know, whatever yeah. he's become. Look, but he plays hard. He does. I mean, he's a great player. Same with Schwarber. I think both of them are great players. And I think the Phillies, they always scared me in this. And like in the NL East, the thing with their the is is the
0: lineup potential, it was always that way. They had the potential to really like and the starting pitching. They could solid. put up five, six runs easy on a, on a, on, a, on a, any notice. The starting pitching, they have two legit starters. Yeah, They have Wheeler and they have Nola. I mean, Nola does not walk anyone. If he gets, if he no, up runs, good. it's because he gets and hit. And Wheeler's really good too. And Wheeler can, I mean, he's a stud. So they have two st- legit pitchers. It's just the bullpen with them. Can they close out games? And
1: that's going to hurt them, I think. You know, in a seven game series, will hurt more because now your bullpen's going to get tested more. I mean, they're going to be in close games because the Padres also have solid starting pitching. I mean, you kind of they're big three I mean, it's not technically a big three but between Darvish Snell and then Musgrove those are three legit pitchers that can go head-to-head and, with and what the Phillies look at are putting that Padres
0: out. bullpen I think had a sub-1 ERA against the Dodgers in that series yeah they, they were, were lights out and look at what I got Nick Martinez from Nick Fordham Martinez has it. Out. look at what um haters done he has been awful throughout and the regular season. And he just step season, up at the right time. And he stepped up at the right time. I don't think anyone's like, I want to face Josh Ader in the playoffs.
1: No. And But he also blew the 2019 wild card game against the Nationals. And he's had his... Oh, really? Yeah, so they were up, I think, two or three in the ninth inning, and he blew it. And it's just like, I mean, in the playoffs, that's why I think when people... And this is for the for me as a Mets fan, I have now looked at things a little different. I don't think there's like, you're definitely a playoff choker. Like, I don't think a player... Like no one throughout their career, like everyone has their moments where they look shine. Altuve and everyone... is
0: probably one of the most clutch postseason players but of is... all time, and he's o oh, for what twenty one yeah. right now.
1: Yeah, it's like everyone's like, oh, Max Scherzer didn't step up. He choked. He choked this year. But are you going to say next year if the Mets make the playoffs? I mean, like, look he at, could also go out. what he and did in Ma- twenty
0: nineteen. I mean, yeah. Scherzer w- with Strasburg, they were. That's on why the playoffs
1: level. is just. You know, at the end of the day, it's a fluke. It is. And, you know, if you're a Mets fan, a Yankees fan, you just got to keep punching your ticket in. Because if you can punch your ticket in, maybe this year, it's your year to go all in and win the World Series. Maybe you're going to make the magical run and you can win 101 games. You can win 85 games. It really doesn't matter. It's who gets out at the right time. All these teams are good. I think especially in the NL, I think the AL this year was just, you know, very, very top heavy and I think you're seeing that now with it the was, top two seeds so getting
0: It's like this NL is But the N L was very
1: good top to bottom with I mean But that's
0: why the upsets could happen in the N L because the Dodgers yep. are so so good. But like you see the I was thinking like Padres in the DS. I was like, this is no even to fill the Mets, like yeah. no there's no way that they had an easy That's route. why the Mets in the when Wild you look Card. At the you're Yankees, like, Yankees Guardians like what are we doing here? Like, yep. if the Yankees just need to, like, just do their job. I mean, the Yankees practically won four games in that series if they just get one strike
1: in the ninth. But and- that's where your bullpen – like, that's why you, you need your bullpen to be nails. I mean, you look at basically, you know, of what Houston's been able to do and the Padres been able to do in the bullpen. That's why they've been able to really win, win games and win games in f- like Padres won it in four. Houston won their series in three. If you can shut out games and after the eighth inning yeah. you know the game's over – that is a huge weapon in the playoffs, and yeah, I think the, the Phillies—they haven't had that, and then the Yankees haven't had that either.
0: And you, and you, because starting pitching, I always feel like comes through in the playoffs because yeah. it—it's it, just usually how it goes. You, I want to take us all, all the way back to 2015, a series you know very well. I mean, that Royals team had an unreal bullpen, and that mm-hmm. really was, you know, the difference maker. Having a great bullpen goes a long way. I think the Nationals are kind of the outlier because that bullpen, no bullpen in 2019 was not existent Even last
1: year with the with Atlanta, Will Smith, I know, came up and like became like this amazing closer for them which is just showing you how you know of fluky it is but for them I mean they got some great starting pitching efforts and that like for me I think you need to either have like a really locked down four guys where you can go like six seven eight nine and the game be over or you're gonna have those stud starting pitching where you can get seven eight innings and no runs and you
0: know what scares me is I just think I think Houston has they they have both They
1: have both, and they have the best lineup probably still alive right now. It's crazy the way, because, I mean, obviously they're going to hit the home runs, and that's kind of the way they score runs, but they also don't strike out, which is the crazy thing. In that game
0: one, they struck out two times. The Yankees struck out 18 times. It's crazy.
1: I mean, I, I think it was the largest differential between between, like, the two teams striking Yankees out. Yankees have the 30 strikeouts. I, I know
0: we're circling back and we're going all <laughs> over the place, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. Yankees have 30 strikeouts through two games. That's not a recipe for winning. You can't strike out that much. I understand there's a stat where it's like the teams who have the home, most home runs win. But, but the
1: Astros hit the home runs and they don't strike out. Yes, which is it's probably it's the making best.
0: contact means more home runs. If I just logically think about <laughs> yeah, it like this, if true. I put the ball in play more, I'm more likely to pop out a home run. If I strike out more times, the times I do put in the ball play, I'm dealing with a low percentage. Yeah. You know, like, it, it, it's like, maybe my my math's weird, but it makes sense to
1: me. And also, with the Yankees, you have like two or three boppers. You have, obviously, Judge, Stanton, and Rizzo. And outside of that, and Bader this series, but outside of those four, who are you like, oh, they're going to hit the big home run this time? Yo yeah, buddy. I mean, I agree.
0: So the Yankees have, um, we're going to do a little math here. There, are, You got 27 outs in baseball, so 27 times 2 equals 54. Minus 30 strikeouts is 24. There are 24 outs the Yankees put the ball in play and have a chance to hit a homer.
1: Yeah. 24 chances. That's more than, but that's less than half of the outs that you've made. Yes. That's crazy.
0: Like that's, and and, and that's why you, like, I know it's like you need the big home run in the playoffs, but you can't strike out 30 times and expect that 24 times in two games you're going to pop off the home run. Yeah. The Astros don't strike out, so they have
1: many more balls in play where they can get that home run. Also the pitching for the Astros, I mean, let's not discount what they've been able to do too. I mean, those two guys at the uh, top there, their rotation have been nails and, you know, it's not like they're just dominating the Yankees. They've been dominating, you know, most of the AL throughout the whole year.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um before we wrap up, Andrew, let's go. Let's circle back to the NLCS. What's your pick for the series and maybe give me that player that you think is going to be the difference maker?
1: Man, oof, I think this is going to go seven. And I, I, I think I, San Diego is going to win the series. has all over And it. I think San Diego is going to win it because they end up being the home team. I think, look, first of all, good for the Padres. They're a team that doesn't have a lot of success very often. My brother's actually a Padres really? fan. Yeah, so I, I, I went to the— the wild card game three with him so he was at least one of us was happy and like I wasn't even that upset because the Mets got so how did he creed. become a Padres fan so in 06 they made the playoffs and they had like Mike Piazza and a few other guys that he really liked and then after that it stuck like Jake Peavy and that type of stuff so he's going crazy you right know what saying
0: now about the other day the old Padres uniforms like, I like
1: those better than they are now. Really? Yeah. I don't love the yellow. I'm I kinda, don't. That's I'm, what I'm saying. I like the. It was like navy blue and orange. Those was, were cool.
0: Those were kind of cool. And I was thinking about the old Astros, though. I like the new Astros jerseys. Yeah. The old like red, I yeah. didn't love it.
1: Well, I saw like um, it was something on Twitter where they were like, uh, where the Yankees really you know went wrong, and it was the A- Astros moved to. AL. Baseball images yeah, it was, so it was yeah. Astros moving in 2013.
0: I mean, yeah. they were the laughing stock of the league at some point. Can you believe that? Yeah. They I were mean, the laughing stock.
1: And it's not only that they rebuilt and they did, and I think that's why I think obviously Yankee fans are going to have their, you know, they're going to hate the Astros probably forever because obviously 2017. But this is a completely different team than 2017, which just shows you that this team, not only were they able to build a team with success. Retool. They the were pitching able to... is, like, almost all different besides all Verlander, different. right? Besides Verlander, it's all different. And the hitting is basically all different besides, like, I mean, Bregman and, and Altuve. Altuve. And Altuve's done nothing this series. Yeah, I mean, Jordan, Tucker, new
0: guys, um, no Springer, no Correa. I mean, they've completely retooled. But going back to the original yeah. NLCS, which is um, Padres and my seven. question, you got Padres in seven. And,
1: oh, a big player. I mean, they've had some big guys, kind of like some other guys step up. I think it's going to be the Main two guys, I think it's going to be Soto Machado. I think Soto has to do every time they come up, it's like, Oh my, it's a big spot. And I I think Soto is the one because he hasn't came through in a Padres uniform really all year until he hit the double, you know, uh, a a few days ago in in game two. So I think he's going to continue to come through. I just feel like at the end of the day, the Phillies bullpen is going to bite them and they're going to lose games because of their bullpen. Also, I think after. There are two starting pitchers. I think Ranger Suarez is a huge drop off, and I think it's Syndergaard who's starting Game Four. Like kind of like they just like starting for like four innings, and then they kind of make it a bullpen game. And I think that's going to end up hurting them in the end, especially as the series goes on. I think the Padres end up pulling it out. I'm really mixed. I just it go either
0: way though. I so I think it go seven. So I'll go seven with you. I'm gonna say Phillies, and I'm gonna say Wheeler is the difference maker.
1: Yeah. I yeah, could, it wouldn't surprise me.
0: Like, does he? It does he? He's gonna start another game in this series, and does he close a game? Could you see yeah. him coming in in a game seven? I know that's more of a World Series thing to do, but the Phillies probably they're fighting tooth and nail. To I don't know if they get their their division so tough that I don't know if they can like but they might this see this as the only opportunity and get back here. With the format, though, I mean, you can get in. Yeah, but they gotta. I mean, the Marlins are getting better. I, don't know. I just, You don't think so? I mean, yeah, the Nationals maybe. right now are like the one like really, really rebuild.
1: Yeah, but I think the Brit, the Marlins, make it. I the, mean, the Mets the and
0: Braves are they're
1: gonna have to play you know
0: Mets and Braves consistently. I know like the new schedule f- also helps them. They yeah. have to play them last. Exactly. But.
1: That's why I think like especially with the schedule and the playoff. I don't think and also they're a talented team. Now they are like they're built on free agency basically. I mean the Schwarbers, the Castianos, the you know you yeah. can go kind of yeah. down the list. Real Muto. But So it's going to be tough for them to continue to get back over and over again. But yeah, I mean, we're going to have to see. But I wouldn't be surprised if Wheeler, and also Wheeler, because in 2015 he was hurt with the Mets, and just the biggest Wilpon thing ever, they didn't pay for him to like fly with the team to watch the games. So he's kept that in the back of his mind. Like, I want to be back on the field for, for postseason. And, wow. And he's making, I think, Everybody pay in the Met, in the Mets organization. I can't right believe
0: now. that Wheeler was once a Met. That I, I still remember when he was like came up with the Mets first, and I Man, was like, he's "This really guy's a bullpen good. guy." I was I, was, I thought wow. he's a bullpen guy. He
1: he was. I mean, look, a like he had a stuff in the beginning, and it was always like he used to learn how to pitch, and he learned how to pitch really in that last year with the Mets, and then the Wilpons because they were still only a team. Like timing's everything. Like I mean, if that's a year later and Steve Cohen's there, I think he stays. Oh yeah, he
0: he, he brings out the checkbook. Yep,
1: but because it's a year earlier, he leaves. I mean, that just ends up being – and then that's your rival's ace. That's just kind of the way it works.
0: Crazy. So you got Padres in seven. You got Machado and Soto, right? Those are your yeah, two guys. Yeah, just those those
1: two main guys. So
0: I'll, I'll take Phillies in seven. I'm going to go Wheeler as my guy. Before we close it out, let's do – I mean, I know we touched on the LCO so much, but let's make our picks there. Who's the difference maker? And in how many games do the Astros do it?
1: I think Astros in five – the Funny thing is, like, who's your difference maker? Like that lineup is like, I mean, there's not really one player. Can I just
0: pick a team? Can I just pick the team as the difference maker? Yeah, just
1: the, the team. I mean, <laughs> I could put. You could put like, I mean, that's the funny thing. Like, I can't even pinpoint one guy. It's like a new guy every night for them. I mean, that that's the crazy thing. I mean, it really is. I don't I, know if I, I can. I mean, pinpoint I think like guy. some
0: of the guys I'm thinking is like Altuve. Does he finally get his moment at some point? Or like Jordan? Like he's. But just, they don't
1: like, really need it. Like. To me, it's like these. It's. I mean, maybe it will be. I think maybe on stuff. It's up. definitely.
0: A de- it's definitely a question that's more goes for the other three teams. The Astros are just so balanced, where there doesn't. They might not need that guy.
1: I mean, they're a wagon. I mean, really, top to top to bottom, and between. I think a lot of people thought it was gonna be them and the Dodgers. The Dodgers end up getting knocked out, so it's like they're the, obviously the clear favorites, and they're just. I think in a class of their own compared to the other three teams in the in the CS.
0: So I'm gonna go in six because I think that. Cole think they push wills them to a win. I think Cole wills them to a win. I think they know how shaky their bullpen is. I think he can give him an eight if he really, he's really got to be strike heavy and command the it's ball. It's gonna be a close game, but I think I, he's gone eight before and gotten yeah. hit. Like he can give, he can give the Yankees eight, and I think Cortez has been pitching amazing. I think he can win him a game too, but. I don't I, I think they lose at least one game in the Bronx it's probably five and I think they they just they seem like they can't win in Houston so it'll end in six so I mean those are my picks as I load up the nosebleeds out sound.
1: Look at me, dual producing and hosting. Yeah, he's. I mean, Mike is doing everything right now. I, had to I had to, I had to.
0: I had to stretch over this Mike situation's not the best, but. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, but hey, you're getting it all done. You're getting the Yankees frustration out, kind of. I I point. feel
0: so much better after this episode. I got all of it out. Now hey, we just got to win a game. Game three. Yes,
1: career. you got the weekend to go. It'll be an awesome weekend of of baseball. Awesome weekend of sports. I mean, you kind of have like that sports equinox happening, so it'll be a lot of
0: fun. So it's gonna be a great weekend for sports, and we'll be back next weekend. For some more Nosebleeds, Andrew, thank you so much for doing the episode with me. And uh, stay tuned next week. More Nosebleeds, a podcast for WFUV Sports.